bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Of course, as always, every computer that I have known to man turns off. Why? Because it's Thursday. I don't know why. I don't know why. Watch this. I quit. I'm going home. Okay, what you laughing for? That sounds like you. Why is he even in my studio? Why? <laughs> Jason Fields, you just finished a marathon of what three and a half hours of yeah, but you know it was it was good. It was uh, I had I had Tasha with me, so your, your sister held me down. Man. Mm, oh, now she's my sister. <laughs> you married her, but now she's trying sister, to pawn her off your now. Sister held me down. Yeah, she 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 must have been hard on you. You know y'all that Concordia alumni. So I, <laughs> you know. I, you that's know, where we going. That's that concordant. So I don't uh, know if I, I think I said this before. I said I just follow Ken Harris around, and so when so. I um I applied, I'm in my master's degree. You all, and y'all should know the great Dr. Ken Harris gave me a reference letter to get me into my master's degree program. And I'm am at it's your division, right? I don't even know where you at. Like what, <laughs> you didn't tell me you get in. Like I don't even know what. Like what? Uh, Concordia University. Oh, uh, okay. leadership. And what's okay. your GPA? Four point right now. Well. Technically, like a three point nine eight, but I got two A's in the last two classes. You know, it's not gonna matter, right? Your grade point, everything gonna matter. Worth, <laughs> like, you can get the degree. They can be like, "Yay!" That's it. Be like, but that's, that's it. it. They can be like, "Yeah, that's it." Like, we expect you to get over a three point oh. Right. So, <laughs> right, right. In fact, I think they told me, you, you know, know, remember all the people that run all the great companies. 
didn't go to college. That's right. That's right. That's All right. the people that do the great things, right, work for the people <laughs> that didn't, didn't go, go to college. college. Right. <laughs> you see, you you a bad influence, bro. I'm a bad influence. I'm a bad influence. <laughs> How you been, man? Good. Good. Can't complain. Can't complain. I was just wondering, and I'm glad you came because I was going to do my opening, and I said rather than do my opening, I could ask somebody who actually does it because I'm confused about something. Okay. And I, I just wanted to talk to you about it. So, <laughs> does how much you pay in bail when you commit a crime reflect who you are? No, I don't think it does. Why not? How much you pay in yeah. bail? Yeah. Because how does that, how does that, that's not set by you. Right. So how would it, I mean, that's at the discretion of the judge. Am I correct? Okay. So then does how much you pay in bail reflect your status? No, because you can get people who have millions of dollars to pay very minimum. And you mm-hmm. can, so I don't think it, okay. I, I think people think it does. So then answer me this question. 833-212-1017 is the number. So then why is a white ex-billionaire, why are his acts so egregious to wealthy people versus, say, a homicide in a major metropolitan city that you would hit him with a $250 million bail? But I could kill somebody in the city of Milwaukee. It might be 100 Might be 50 Yeah. You could pay five thousand and roll out the door. Like I don't, I don't understand what the difference is that whenever somebody white does something against white people, or better yet, anybody that does anything against white people, the bell is high. The bell is ridiculously high. I thought the as bell if their like, victimhood is more important than everybody else. I thought, and you, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought part of it was based on you fleeing the country or having the resources and means to flee the country. I just made. What, $85 billion disappear? <laughs> you think I can flee the country? Watch this. They had to send somebody to the Bahamas to watch me so that we could get a writ from the judge to the Bahamas court to hold you so that we could then extradite you. Okay, I'm intrigued. Uh, so uh, think, uh, think about that. You made $80-something billion disappear, FTX. You made it disappear. Right. But then I hit you with $250 million. Oh, my God, that's high. Really? Not compared to the 80-something. <laughs> that's more important than a homicide? Which was more egregious? Wealthy people losing their money or driving through a parade in Waukesha? The the parade. They said, dude, than- at like, what, a million dollars? Yeah. And they was like, who? $250 million for some money? Come on. But they always, money crimes always go, right? Come I mean, on. money crimes are always consi- So what I'm hearing from you is money is more important than life. So if you kill somebody, eh, a million. If you take my money, $250 million. I mean, to a certain degree. <laughs> if you say, let me find something to throw. <laughs> I mean, I'm. No, I mean, I don't agree. I don't. I agree with you that money is not more important than life. When Clearly I'm saying, it is in court. Right. That's what I'm saying. And it. it is it just in court though? Is it that's is that the entire system? Because you can because to your point, I would I would I recall, and I made this statement. I was taking a class at MATC long long time ago, and I was like, so let me get this straight. You can go to jail and get sentenced more for a money crime, correct, than you can for killing somebody, correct. 
And and it just and so I just I just went away with people thinking in this system money is more important than people's lives. I guess Milwaukee shows that every day. So I was in, I was intrigued because I'm sitting here watching and then I went back and I saw all these people who commit crimes and it depends on who the victim is. If the victim is black, hmm, victim is white over the top. Hmm. Cause I used to think it was about money, but when you think about it, it's really not. You think it's, do you think it's about race? They keep proving it over and over again. Had that guy driven through a crowd of people in Milwaukee mm. at a parade, would we have been seeing that much national coverage? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, he did, and now the judge running for U.S. Supreme Court. Right. <laughs> I mean. Like she wasn't going to do that before. Right. Hey, she's thinking about running. I'm going to opt out so that she can come take my place. And Right. Okay. But then I just kept going through, and I looked back, and I looked at most many of the cases and much of the high profile, and that's what it came down to. It came down to the fact that it didn't matter what the crime was, when it was money. And I think they're insinuating that white people are the only ones got money, right? Mm. That's why the <laughs> that is so high. $250 million bail. What should scare people more? They paid it. So even if you paid 10%, you, somebody got a bond for $25 million, and then they told you to go home, stay with your mom and your daddy. Oh, you got to go home to Palo Alto, California, stay with your mother and your father. What? It's a grown man. Right. So you're setting him up for Kush. Really? Mm. But then it dawned on me, notice it, it dawned on me that it didn't matter how much money it was. It didn't matter where it happened. The only thing that mattered, the victim wasn't black. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. If you want to call and holler at at uh, Jason Fields for just, you know, all around being in trouble, and then that, that means you'll not holler at me, then, <laughs> then go ahead and do that. So it looks like snow is going to be starting again around 429 and will continue over the next few hours. So driving home is going to be an interesting trip. So, hmm. are you driving? No, nah, we stand. Yeah, we right up you the street. Gonna, man. We gonna hang out. And, we right up the street. So uh, I got some. I'm gonna hang with you for what you say an hour. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna leave you at five. Cause she's not gonna let you go past five. Nah, you know right. that. <laughs> she barely let you stay. Right, look, right, if it right, wasn't me, right, right, if right. it wasn't me, she'd have been like, "Who? Right, oh, right. I don't know him. Look, you need look, to go home." Look. I was like, "You know, we gonna sit tight for kids." She's like, "All right, if it wasn't, if it wasn't anybody else, we'd be yes. gone right now, bro. We'd be gone. Who, who we going to dinner with? 
Oh, can? Oh, oh okay. We be going right now, You're bro. like, who? Oh, no, we're not going. I'm not going. If it wasn't you, we be going right now. We be back at the hotel room. <laughs> so, so you've, you've taken over Madison. Uh, wasn't you one of them 200 and bazillion people that's yeah. the most infra- most important people in, in the state of Wisconsin and all that? I'm, I'm going to say this, man. You know, look, I'm, I'm an alpha like you. And so, you know, it's an honor. It's an honor. Uh, I don't take that for granted. But, you know, I want to be in the top two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want, you know, two, 200 is cool. But, I, you know, I mean... Yeah, that's great, but I, I'm, I'm ma'am, alpha, man. Excuse me, excuse me, ma'am. You can take him home. Now. You can take him home. <laughs> I want to be number two. Be with the number two. I want to be number one. Right, like, really? right. You know, now nah, it, it was cool, man. But honestly, you know, I I think part of it is, I think I think a lot of it has to do with the people that are close to me. You, my wife. When I look at all the work that you all do, it's it's motivation. Slacker. Right, like literally, <laughs> literally, bro, literally. No, I think you just literally, literally. You know, I, yeah, there is some, some. I don't. It's some of that, Ken, but it is a part of when you are around what you perceive as excellence, then you keep striving mm-hmm. for. Yeah. You know, um, man, I gotta write this check tonight. You so oh, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> so what? silly. So what? silly. What's my mic on? So I'm sorry. silly. <laughs> <laughs> J-A-S-O. No, right, I mean, right, right, right. I mean, I mean, you've you've done some some pretty dynamic things. I mean, but you know, you know, I I think it's, but again, I, and I think it's look at who we I'm around. I mean, I, I joke, but I when I'm saying I follow you around because when I when we left Alpha, when Alpha you made me, then Prince Hall, you know, going for other stuff, and and then then the leadership. You know, the, the degree, the master's degree. I was looking at Tasha, and I, and I joke when I say this, but part of me is serious. I was making a joke. I posted on Facebook. My wife got four degrees. My brother got two or something. I don't necessarily need it, but I do think as a challenge, right? you want to keep. It's growth. Yeah, you yeah. want to keep growing. Yeah. And I can't be the only non-educated doctor that I'm around. I mean, you, <laughs> Dr. G. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ruben Anthony, my wife, nah, y'all ain't finna have me out here as the only one without no doctorate degree. Uh-oh. But I, but I do think it's, it's just making sure, and I wish more people would think like that, not that you have to compare and contrast, but I look at the people I'm around, man, and I think you should have people who inspire you to try to be more. I think I'm supposed to say thank you, but the check gonna keep getting you bigger. You are, you are. So I don't really. You are. I, well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. This is this. I've, I've come to love this story, and I said it before. Well, okay, it's time to go. In a nah, commercial I, break I, I love this story. It's time for a commercial break. When kid was pledging me, y'all. Kid looked at me we, in my we, face we, and we was like, "We don't pledge. We have the initial membership the initial, intake." Right. We, <laughs> we was doing <laughs> when, when, when you right. were getting initiated. When I was getting initiated, becoming a member. <laughs> right. All the divine nine though. He he better talk in legal terms. Ken looked at me and said, "You will never be as smart as me." And I did not. I just was like, "Who says that to somebody?" And then for years, I was like, "You know what?" And then and then he became right. And then he became smarter than me. So you know, but what are we doing? You know, I I love it, man. I love the the intellectual discussions, and I love the, you know, we may not all see, but you challenge each other. Uh, Whether it be me, you, Sherwin, it's always that that um 
that growth. I would still love to see, because I don't know how many people know you are working on this, but I'm going to still hold you to the fire. Your talented 10th uh, project that you were doing, because you it was still captivating when we mm-hmm. sat at Starbucks. Right off of it, which no no longer there no more. What why they why do they shut that Starbucks down? No comment. Uh oh. <laughs> you remember the Starbucks off of fiftieth well, and Capital? Well, they got robbed like five hundred and sixty-seven times. That was the spot for all the black. <laughs> that was, that the was black the black community. That was that yep. was the, we all were up there, everybody. Yep. And I remember you talking about those projects, man, and that mm-hmm. that project because and I that's thought, what I wrote my dissertation on. Yeah. So yeah. so talk to me because I. I wish more people would really listen to this kind of stuff because I think those things could help people in our community if they adopt some of that stuff that you were talking about. Well, but one of the things is that most people have no idea who and what the talented 10th are. Mm-hmm. And so it's that 10% of black men who were going to be sent to college and one in 10 of them would come back to their community and become the leaders. Mm-hmm. The, the doctors, the lawyers, the politicians, all that stuff. Basically, you did it, right? You left, you came back. And now you're 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 it, right? You have a college degree, minimum. Most people don't understand how that works because college isn't for everybody. Right. But that's something W. E. B. Du Bois got from um can't remember his first name, Morehouse. The guy who Morehouse College is named after. He created the the idea of the talented tenth man. Du Bois talked about it blew it up, you know, PhD in sociology from Harvard. And everybody thinks it came from him, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. It came from Morehouse, who was a white theologian who felt that blacks had been wronged through slavery. And it's time that it did. And he felt that the only way that you can build up the black community is to send people back one in 10 and go back and help build up their community. And that has merit to it. Yes, it does. That mean, yes. You know, when you, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street, where do you think we're missing this stuff at in today's society environment? You and really I'm sorry, man. I'm anyway? sorry. See, see, see he's taking over my show? Right, he right, right. My, my fault, bro. Uh, my go? fault, bro. You asked yeah, me to just be right. a guest. <laughs> <laughs> it comes down to education, but it's not the teacher's fault. So somebody accused me the other day of always complaining about teachers and all that. I said, no, I complain about teachers because if I were a teacher in a union, I would fight them because they're the ones that are holding it back. The school board is really doing a bad job, right? Teachers do it because they love it because it's their calling. Well, then why don't they quit? Because teachers understand that they would actually do it for free. Mm-hmm. Like they would actually say, look, if I know that this child in 10 years from now, I can look up. I mean, th- think about it. Somebody who was Cavalier Johnson's teacher, he has heard a thing. Or him to thank because right. he's mayor. Right. Period. Like we could pretend about it, but everything you learned came from your parents. But mostly your teachers. teachers. But when you have a school board that puts stumbling blocks in, when you have $16,000 per kid you're spending, but it never quite trickles down to the teacher. That's right. It never quite That's gets right. down. Now watch this. If you can have a, I don't know what the graduation rate is, like 62% for NPS out of high school. And have the same graduation rate from a charter school or choice school, and they only get $8,000 a year. If I'm paying twice the money and getting the same outcome, I think I'm paying too much over here. Something has to be done. We got to help teachers actually be able to do their job. That means get all this stuff out the way. That means 
making sure that when you come to school, that is your shelter. School is where you're with the teacher and the teacher keeps you safe. This is where you're not. You don't come to school to party. You don't come to school to play basketball. It's not about gym. It's about learning. So at least when you come here, all your home stuff needs to stay at home. We didn't brought all that to school. And what, we let them bring it to school. So how's the, well, how's the teacher supposed to teach when every five seconds they're getting interrupted for something? Mm. How can we teach when, oh, by the way, we're going to stop teaching uh, reading at third grade. So by third grade, if you know how to read, oh, well, we'll give you enrichment. What? It, it just, so all the rules are set up where, eh, Kids today are going to lose, and more of them are losing every year. Oh, it's the teacher's fault. Well, it's really not the teacher's fault. It's the teacher's fault when the teacher doesn't do his or her job. Right. I see all the issues with the school board and the school superintendent. Oh, <laughs> you know, man. I yeah, I'm still. Do does, does Milwaukee have a black man on the? Not that this means a great deal, but I do think it. It's an indication of something when. You don't have not one black man on the school board. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the end all that be all, but you know, um, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm getting ready to interview you, man. So if you gave the superintendent a letter grade, what would it be? An F. Thank it. <laughs> Babe, sixty-two <laughs> percent. Don't don't put her in that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> that that's our bread and butter. Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't, you don't, I see it because you didn't fight. Mm. COVID showed up and you took the easiest route. That's what I have a problem with. Everybody runs into trouble and the first thing they do is take the easiest route out. These are kids that are never going to get that time back. Yeah. Well, we can't make it. And so, so what did the teachers do? Went and got the stuff, walked around, got the list, and went door to door to make sure all the kids had their stuff. Mm. Why are teachers doing that? How many people sit in that central office? Hey, here's your route. When the mailman go, you go too. <laughs> it's just weird. It's it's just no drive, no energy. I remember interviewing him in my first year here, and I said, where are the kids going to be in a year? Like, where, where are they going to be? These are the same kids that learn everything else off a of phone. Right. So this thing that they can't learn and they don't have Wi-Fi and all that, they don't need it. You're thinking like you. You're not thinking like them. Do we have a, do we have a mini school board that's full of kids from elementary, middle, and high school to tell us what they need? Nope. It's just so many things missing. Mm. And... We're so top-heavy. MPS should have been broken up you know, into it, smaller districts. I agree with that. I do. When I was in the legislature, I do agree with that. That because it's unmanageable. You know, it's it's so big. And here's where, you know, me and Tosh would talk about just. And I agree with you, babe, when you said that sometimes legislators are uninformed, and you know that depending on sure. the legislator. Sure. Uh, and you and you and 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 it should be when some comes to the legislature, it should be a last resort. When it comes to stuff that they don't know about. Um, yeah, but they should ask. That's true, too. They only ask their friends. That's true. That's that true. It. Most like, most legislators only no ask No disrespect friends. to the governor, but would I ever ask the governor anything about education? He ran DPI. 
He's a policy guy. Mm-hmm. Give me a lesson plan. Go over here to this this second grade class and give me a lesson plan. That that's the difference. Well, your current superintendent, I don't. I, I don't <laughs> She's know. an idiot. <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you go from a, a school district of three hundred kids, do you really have what it? What no. It, yeah. No. It, and when you're you're have you have the money to send your kids right. Right? Did you hear my interview? You have the money to send your kids to private school when you think it's a bad school, but you don't want to give black people in Milwaukee the ability to do the same thing. Not only do you want to not, I know it's up to like $64,999, you want to remove choice and just put them in schools that are not good. Oh, okay. And when I asked her, hey, but what about your kids? You put your kids in a well, uh, uh, right, exactly. You know, that's the stuff that bothers me. It's not how you stand or how you feel about stuff. It's the hypocrisy of, of, of some of this stuff. You can have a stance. If you don't agree with it, that's fine. Right. But when you say and you're, you disagree with something and you're doing the opposite of what you say you disagree with, now you're just not being truthful. Um, they're, they're, those, are, those are called liars. Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you... <laughs> <laughs> Do you think as a community, man, we are ready to really admit that we just we we we're failing when it comes to education? And no. why isn't the black community in an uproar? Why aren't they in an uproar that we've for the third year in a row we have homicides that are over? Like each year we have a new record number of homicides. Nothing. No protesting, no screaming and hollering. If I think a cop shot somebody who actually had a gun and shot the police, we would be an uproar. But if a kid doesn't graduate, huh? if we waste $16,000 for, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, six years, and then we get nothing in return. Eh. So, but that's only a small portion of the population. The rest of the population is actually middle class and out there working. Right. And they don't have time to protest. They're actually Working. That's why we have elected a pe- people who are elected to do that for us, and they don't do it. Mm. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Jason Fields is in here harassing me. Um, he brought his lovely bride, and that's the only reason why I'm nice to him today. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, Tasha, you just make sure you stay here because when you're going to get some gloves on. And, but he's a little younger than me, and I'm a little older, so he might be whooping up on me, So, which might not be a bad thing. Because then I can get a new car. Uh, <laughs> you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Uh, it's just one of those days. Traffic, weather, and I think we might even have some sports today and all the snow. Up next. This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Looks like the rain and the snow. And oh, oh, gee, look, it was so warm today when I was driving. It was 13 degrees. Now it's six. 
Okay. And those are the roads. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the roads. Accidents. We just heard Debbie Lazica from 620 WTMJ uh, traffic tell us that, yeah, it'll be whiteout conditions and it's, yeah. You know where I'm going when I leave here? Home. You ain't going to another? Uh, no. You've been traveling quite a bit, man. No, I haven't. What you talking about? What you doing? I've never been out of town. <laughs> <laughs> when I get texts from you, you like. Uh, I'm in Bora Bora. Right. <laughs> like, bro, ain't even in the U.S. no more. <laughs> he international now. But I am taking some time off in January. Where you going? I'm not telling where I'm going. Somebody might break in my house or something, man. I ain't going to break into your house. Tell them about I'm going. No, we're, we're taking a long-awaited trip to Hawaii. For y'all. For so we're just going to go and do absolutely positively nothing. Visit family in Washington State. Chill. Yep. Because y'all fucking Milwaukee driving me crazy. Man. Oh, that's right. You don't live in Milwaukee anymore. No. So, <laughs> so my, I do have a question for you. Hey, Tasha. What's this? Man. What's all that? It's, <laughs> listen, my, it's getting. I was dying it, to be honest. I thought I was talking I, to your father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's, the, what's all this gray? Like, Listen, ooh. I was dying it, bro. I went to Walgreens and got the wow. got the little. Really? Why? I, I, you know, Why? man, because I, I I was just fighting it, bro. <laughs> I was Ain't fighting it. Fight. It is the most wonderful thing when you get to a point where yeah. you just don't care. Now, I, now, <laughs> now, now I'm at that point. People now be I'm like, hey, that. you want to be like, no. Yeah. Now hey, I'm at that point. It? No. And the gray is coming in, bro. It is coming in hard. In spades. I think they it's and it's one middle it's one little line down the down the middle of my head. So I'm not gonna say what it looked like. <laughs> a skunk. That, it, a I think somebody skunk. in my family they was like, look at stripe. <laughs> I call me stripe. <laughs> so Wow. That's mean. That's, I was, actually, that's actually true. I was hanging with our boy, man, uh, Pastor Alex G. Yeah, how's he doing? Good. We were we did a business leadership retreat, and so we've been talking about some of that stuff. And y'all didn't invite me. You know, man. What's past- up with that? I, I'm I'm tired of you moving to Madison all the time, and you don't invite me to nothing. Yeah, really. I didn't even know. You I only was invite me to stuff like lunch, dinner, <laughs> shows, your house, but you don't ever invite me to good stuff. You conferences. Be, nah, and- you you wouldn't be in. The, you too smart for some of the stuff I go to. Y'all see the y'all see what <laughs> I put up with. To go to see the what stuff I put up with. I wouldn't go if, if I didn't have to. So speaking of smart, you heard about FTX, right? Yep. And this this guy, Bankman Freed, charged with epic fraud, $250 million bond. He awaits trial at his parents' house in California. That's, that's what I don't understand. Stole billions of dollars in, cons- in customer funds to plug his losses at his hedge fund, Alameda Research. That's what they believe. That's what they believe. So he started the hedge fund. um, He started the hedge fund, Alameda Research. They started losing money. In a recession, you're going to lose money if you're short. (laughs) And, well, maybe. And and he ended up using one to plug the other. And then to kind of stave it off, he gave money to a lot of Democratic donors. And he was, like, on the list, he was the number two donor to Democratic politicians. Where do you think the po- the political play was going to be? What they were going? He went to another country. He left. I'm out going to the Bahamas. Hey, to Brazil, Argentina. Right. The Bahamas is Bahamas. Hmm. Nah. 
How Too much, easy to get in. How out. much money did he defraud? Um, he founded FTX in 2019, a boom in the values of Bitcoin and other digital assets propelled the exchange to a valuation of $32 billion earlier this year, making the MIT graduate a billionaire several times over and an influential donor in U.S. political campaigns. Man, multi-billions. Yep. 32 to be exact. That's what they think because it was on the exchange. So once you start to go through the 32 billion, now mm-hmm. we got to go back to Alameda Research and go, right. Well, how much did you lose there? 833-212-1017 is the number. T-Ray, you're on the new 1017, The Truth. Hey, how you doing, Dr. Ken? Hey, what's up? Hey, hey. All right. Hey, Jay Fields, you know, I usually don't double up like this, but, you know, you, you let let the great come on in natural, man. <laughs> Imani, got me, Imani, Imani got me wearing dread, got me wearing locks, man. You know, I had my, my hair short. My, my daughter told me it looked nice with long hair and, 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 and it had to blend with the beard. So, you know, they got to get like this, man. You got to make it to this age and look this well. He so don't, he don't understand. He don't understand all that. <laughs> no, I, look, hey, it's, Ken, yes, sir. I, I, and the part about the, the Bitcoin dude, man, he's just a modern day version of Bernie Madoff, man. You know, um, dude, Bernie, and, Bernie's, and Bernie's, bell, Bernie's bell was 10 million. Right. Ain't that the point you were making? This cat got $250 million. I said, it's, it, well, you consider inflation. It's a modern-day <laughs> version. Of you consider it inflation? Good point. System got to make money, too, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a modern-day <laughs> modern Bernie. But it's a class thing because in the, in, the, in the end, you know, our people, for the most part, and it's generally speaking, you know, we don't pay into, you know, we don't have those investment pieces and, you know, where it has such a devastating impact on so many people, you know, I'm not saying that that's justification for, but, you know, when you, you, and, and again, I, I believe it's a class thing, you know, because like Dr. Ken said earlier, man, if, they, if, if that brother would have ran through Juneteenth day like that, I think because of the volume, it would have initially made national news, but it wouldn't have, you know, been exposed at that length and that duration of time, if it would have been black folks. And it's a, it's a class thing, man. All right. Well, thank you much. I appreciate it. All right, Doc. Talk to you later. 833-212-1017 is the number. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Jason Fields hung around after uh, doing the Tory Lowe show. I guess he'll be back on at 6 o'clock. For the rebroadcast, you will. So cool. So we'll be uh listening to Jason again. Right. Again. <laughs> y'all got y'all got me and the wife tomorrow. Oh Lord. Yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. Do you gonna make it through the snow? I know I know it's hard for you. 
No, man. We we uh, you know I'm stationed. I'm 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 right up the street. So we good at the hotel. We ain't driving nowhere. We walk right up. We right up the street. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't driving nowhere, bro. How the parents doing? They doing good, man. We um I, we just saw them. Uh, when did we? When Thanksgiving. not Thanksgiving? Yeah, just saw them Thanksgiving. So they came here. Yeah, so you know every every year we go to the Wisconsin Dells every okay. year. So uh, they fly here. All of us go to Wisconsin Dells every year, and we hang out for about a week. I can't do the Wisconsin Dells. It's all right, man. We, you know, they. Uh, no, no, I could do it, just not every year. That would drive me like. It's sort of routine with us now. Yeah. You know, we all we we all we get there. We we do the same stuff. We go see we go see a movie. We go bowling, eat pizza. We all. They had a paint contest. All right, so next year we're going to have a campaign to see <laughs> who's going to hang out with Jason Fields and his family uh, for. Hey, why not? I mean, just take listen, it. Listen. Hey, the truth team is live from, I'm just saying. It, it, that, that might be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that might be fun. Right. Now, we do it every year, Tasha man. be like, I'm like, dude, don't do this no more. We do it every year. We mm-hmm. do it every year. But That's great. We, we I work, though, during the, I mean, I was still working, but it, it's fun, man. It well, it's not me. like you got far to go to work, though. I mean. <laughs> right. Yeah, like forty five minutes. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> so, so making it sound like <laughs> like working, working real hard. <laughs> but, okay, so the time you take See, bro, to drive to while, work this, anyway, this while be coming around right. you, bro. This while be coming around, be calling them out like what? <laughs> and you know when you you know when you walking home, Tasha be like, "Hey, you said this, and you know it was like this." Yeah. And she gonna be correcting yeah. you just like yeah. I get. So uh, already corrected me. I, apparently, I had told everybody that Tory Lowe shot Megan, stop Megan in the toe. <laughs> this is so wow. Hey, let me ask you this question, man. Do you think the stories like this? Do you have an? Im- do you think that has an impact on us as a community that prevents us from looking into investing and in, in, in yes, getting? Very much so. They already they, they already don't trust it. Uh, they already don't understand some of the powerful things you can get through investing, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not a lot of people. That's that's not right. that's not the black community as a whole. Right. On average, there there are quite a number, there's quite a big number of of African American black people who are middle class, who mm-hmm. have pensions and investments yeah. and are doing great. Yeah. And we just keep keying on you know, whenever we talk about financial illiteracy, right? We automatically think of black people. I'm like, what is that? Right. That's just weird to me. Right. And that I think we do invest. I just don't think we do it for the right reasons. Mm. Right. I inv- I invest to leave a legacy. I-, I don't do it for me because I got mine. Right. Like, um, you know, one day I may have grandchildren. Right. Leave it for them. Well, you you did set up your situation textbook. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think people people don't know about you, do they? Really, dog? They don't, don't, know they don't really about. know about you, do no they? They don't really know hey, about look, you. Hey, look, Sandra's no, on the phone. Right, Sandra, right, right. hi, Sandra. You're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you, dear? I am fine. How is everybody? I'm good. It looked like you had a comment or a question about public schools. Um. Well, yes. Hi, Jason. What's I up, Jason? Earlier and his beautiful <laughs> wife. Um. I wanted to ask, okay, so if the public schools, because the way it looks like they're trying to close them down, so if the public schools are in a demise, what's supposed to happen? What do you mean by that? I mean, they don't need that money to put into the school system no more? Well, the problem is, is the money, they have enough money, it's not being used properly. Because Mm -hmm. the money isn't trickling down to the classroom and the school and the teacher, right? 
So, mm-hmm. so sometimes what, what may happen is the teacher gets, and I'm just using arbitrary numbers, teacher gets a 5% raise. Mm-hmm. Once they get the 5% raise, benefits, the cost of benefits goes up 10%. So a portion of the money mm-hmm. that, they, that they got in the raise goes right back into the pool. For, you know, so no matter what they do, it's never quite enough to help out the teachers who should get a decent salary. And and by and large, teach, teachers have a decent salary. They work, what, 10 months out the year and mm-hmm. get paid for 10 months worth of work. If they get paid for 12, it would be more, you know, stuff like that. But we mm-hmm. have to make sure they have all the resources, and we don't because there's so much administration and so many reading specialists and so many, what, what do you call them, deputy superintendents and area superintendents and superintendent two times removed. and all. So by the time you get to the top, all the money is spent on administration. And then we might mm-hmm. get something to the student, but by then it's too late because they're beyond third grade, so we're not teaching reading anymore, and it's a snowball. Because mm-hmm. I see, like I said, I haven't been in school in a long time, but from what I understand, they have gutted out some courses in the schools. Mm. Like like, like a home ec and stuff like that, uh, woodshop, stuff like that. Sure. Because okay. even um, I've seen uh, what Greenfield have a band that uh, won an award, mm-hmm. and I don't even see any bands marching for the high schools or anything here. I don't even know if they got bands anymore or anything like that. I'm at a loss as well. But I think that sort of goes too. to Ken's yeah. point that the money is not being managed the right way. I mean, uh-huh. there's a there's a professor by the name of Martin Haberman. I think he passed. He had tenure at UW-Milwaukee. He wrote a paper on who benefits from failing urban school districts. We got about a minute. And his premise was, okay. why isn't that dollar, like Dr. Ken said, going down and trickling down? Why do you have teachers mm-hmm. coming out their own pocket to buy stuff? When you look at the amounts right. of money that's coming down, somewhere, some money not being managed the right way. Right. Okay. Okay. I'll listen on the other side. All right. Okay. Thank you much. Okay. Bye bye. And and it's unfortunate because teachers need the help, the support, and so a lot of people complain. Oh, you don't like teachers? No, that's not it at all. I'm fighting because I don't like school board, and it's affecting the teachers, which mm-hmm. then affects the students. What they see is what they'll be. If I got a great teacher, I'm gonna be great. If I got a bad teacher, I'm be bad. But well, thank you, Jason. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Appreciate Gosh, it. If she get you any trouble, she be in any trouble. Yeah. Just call me. I don't <laughs> know what I'm gonna do. Thank you. I think I might call Madison or something, but I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just, you know, we just gonna hang out there. Thank you for uh, joining us. I Thanks, appreciate brother. it. I'll see All you right. tomorrow. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harrison. The five o'clock hour. Uh, you know, next week we're supposed to be doing the um, top five at five every single day with DZ. And if I win three days out of five i gotta give him a hundred dollar and if he wins he give me like a fifty ten dollar something so i don't i don't know i don't know how we came up with that number but i think as usual i'm the one losing